0: Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roni and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. Um, It's just gonna be me kind of uh, monologuing you all today and kind of giving you an update on where I'm at and where life is at and where Provo Health is at. We have just moved into our new clinic space and we are going through so much red tape getting the hyperbarics up and running again. but uh, we're hoping in the next month or two, when we get our manifold in and installed, like we'll get the green light to go. It's been a two and a half year process with lawyers talking with the government about reopening the hyperbaric chambers. and it's been it's been a good back and forth, and there's uh, we have this solid plan to get everything up and running again so that, people like you, people that are really ill, can get the treatment that they deserve. So I, I want to I share a little bit about my personal life, too, and how that correlates with my involvement in Prova Health. Uh, when Tristan got really ill, when his health started to decline... Uh, which year was that? 2020, around October, 2020, I had to step away from the cancer world entirely because I had to keep myself afloat. And I, and every time I consulted with someone that had cancer, I, it would send me into like a PTSD spiral. And so um, I, I'm, I'm a little sad to say that I ran from the cancer world and I stopped talking about cancer other than our journey. And I, I haven't helped the cancer community much at all. I feel like uh, just because I had to mentally heal my mind and my, my heart and my body, there's, there's still, there's still trauma. There's still a lot of trauma that I am trying to get through and heal, but I'd like to share an experience that I had. Um, So Prova Health, the new clinic just barely opened and we were moving in and the week that we were moving in, I learned that a friend of mine had passed away. Uh, She was 32. Uh, She passed away from breast cancer and she left behind her daughter, who I think is like eight years old. Um, And uh, I want to share an experience that I had that was extremely profound and um, really powerful. Uh, Most of my followers and listeners know that Tristan reveals himself to me through rainbows and I see rainbows all the time. I see them everywhere, um, <laughs> everywhere. And I always take photos and post those photos and it's, it's, it's really remarkable how he shows himself to us. And um, the day of my friends viewing, it was a Thursday. I was getting in a car and I looked at the sun and I saw an upside down, a part of an upside down rainbow. And I was like, that is weird. It looks like that rainbow is going around the sun. I was like and I and I showed my partner and I was like like that looks like an upside down rainbow. And I've never seen that before and it looks like it's going around the sun, doesn't it? And he was like, yeah, it does. Um anyways, Friday came along and I went to uh, this friend's funeral and I was sitting there and her her mom got up and her mom said to her daughter, that's it, said I want to talk to you on behalf of your mother. And um, you and your mother together chose the symbol of the sun to be the way that she shows herself to you. And I get goosebumps because because Jacqueline and I had a conversation months ago and I asked her, how are you going to show yourself to your daughter? And in that moment, I realized the importance of the rainbow surrounding the sun and how it was... Jacqueline and Tristan at the same time. And what's even more amazing, cause I've never seen that before. I've never seen a rainbow around a sun. I've never. And it was an overcast day too. And so I saw it and I was like, what is this? Like, and so, but what's amazing was I saw a rainbow around the sun again on Friday. And I've never seen it again. I keep looking for it. Um, so the story continues. Um, that day I got a DM from someone on Instagram who was also at the funeral. And she said to me, she said to me, um, thank you for everything you've done for the cancer community. And my thought was, I've done nothing for the cancer community. I've, I've run. But I'm not running anymore. I don't know what changed or shifted. I think maybe it was a combination of everything. The signs or passing the message. Um, But I'm feeling parts of my old self again come back. And I have a lot of big plans for the cancer community, a lot. Um, There is not enough good mental support for people that are struggling with cancer and their families. It's appalling. It's when you're hit with the most traumatic event of your life, when your world is completely shattered, your sense of safety is ripped from you. Nobody knows what that's like unless they've done it. And I pray to God that you never have to experience that. But for those that are, for people that are experiencing that. And, and it's not even just the cancer community. I wanna talk to the Lyme community for a second because you guys go through similar traumas even though you're not given, you're not you know, dealing with death on a day-to-day basis. Like there's, You lose safety in your body, you lose your sense of control and it's, it's very, very ungrounding and it creates a lot of trauma and mistrust in the body and it it sends you into spirals. And so I want to talk about this shift that I'm hoping we will see in the future of healthcare, alternative healthcare too. You know, we talk about holistic clinics, but you know, I've spoken about this in past podcasts. We've we've kind of just shifted from the medical model to the holistic model, but we've we've shifted from medications to supplements and we're really not getting to the root cause of things still and people some people are finding help and they're improving and but a lot of people are not. And so I want to focus on this this idea of conscious healing clinics. We need to take these alternative clinics to a next to the next level and create conscious healing clinics where we're incorporating mindset and we're incorporating brain health and we're incorporating shadow work and, you know, unpacking PTSD and healing PTSD and healing traumas, whether that's through, whether you've picked up that trauma from your past or whether it's something you're going through currently because your health has been ripped from you. This is, this is where we need to start. This is where our clinics need to integrate mind care with health care. And so, um, I've been talking with a friend over the past few months, and uh, we really we're, we're actually going to bring to Provo Health ketamine in the next few months. We're hoping we're hoping in the next two to three months, but again, everything takes a lot longer because there's always red tape <laughs> right, when it comes to these things. So, I'm going to put out there two to three months, and hopefully, we stick to that two to three month plan. So by summer, um, hopefully, we're we're running our ketamine. But but the reason why. We need to incorporate powerful treatments like ketamine therapy is um, because yes, breath work is important. Yes. Meditation is important. Yes. All of these things are important, but I want to share a personal experience. I know I talk about trauma a lot. I've had a lot of trauma in my life and when people in the past are like, well, you just need to meditate and create like a feeling state of safety and peace my response to that has been, I don't think I have ever felt safety and peace there. I cannot recall a memory of safety and peace. And so for someone who has felt that and being like, well, just feel what I feel. It's like, no, I can't. I don't like, it's like saying, well, you know, like just go and float in space. And I was like, I can't, I literally cannot. I don't know how to do that. I have no way of knowing what that is like. And so we need, swinging back to why ketamine, because the research around ketamine is phenomenal. It is groundbreaking. The, the stories we're going to be bringing probably in the next few months when we open up our clinic and we have things going, we're going to be having people come on and talking about their stories about life before ketamine, life after ketamine. But I do feel like we're doing ketamine wrong. I feel like ketamine needs, in a lot of clinics, they're just administering ketamine and then it's like goodbye, like, good luck. And there actually has to be a hand-holding integrative process. And so I feel like ketamine is being administered irresponsibly, which is why I want to do it my way of Prova Health, where you are guided through your ketamine experience with a therapist. You have integration with a therapist after your infusions, like a day or two afterwards. And you are be- you're given goals and game plans and intentions with these ketamine experiences it can be so much more we can take a powerful treatment and amplify it by 10 by just doing simple things like this making sure that it's being integrated properly not only with therapists but with nutrition and supplements and making sure that your body has the chemicals necessary to hold that healing right because if you're in an inflamed state And you're doing ketamine, you're going to need ketamine way more. But if you're in a less inflamed state, you're going to need less treatments. I mean, it's a no-brainer to me. And I'm hoping that when we have our ketamine clinic open, when we're offering these services, we'll be able to do some case studies and research around nutrition plus ketamine plus therapy equals awesomeness, right? In my very scientific words, (laughs) equals awesomeness. That's not going to be be in a research paper. But... Again, let me circle back to cancer. Let me circle back to Lyme. Let me circle back to all of these really, really intense ailments that people are dealing with. It rocks your world. It is frightening. It's, it's, it's your worst nightmare in a lot of cases. And people, by the grace of God, are able to transmute these experiences so beautifully, beautifully, but there's still so much behind the scenes turmoil and heaviness that these cancer families, Lyme families don't really divulge because it's it's so heavy and it's hard to hold space for people like this. Unless you have walked these paths, it is hard to relate to. And so going back to the conscious healing clinics, going back to the order of healing, mindset is number one. It always is. It always has been. It always will be. Oh man. Empowered autoimmune on Instagram. She did a phenomenal post. I I mean, I couldn't have written this better if I tried and it's everything, everything I agree with. And I'm going to read it to you guys. And it's talking about healing the nervous system, healing the brain. The brain is literally the thermostat, right? If the thermostat is broken, the house is going to be too hot or too cold right if the brain is broken because you have trauma that has created a neurowiring that's put you in a hyper sympathetic state you will not heal it's not going to happen so she says this if you want to heal your nervous system needs to be receiving signals of safety a sense of safety allows for activation of the vagus nerve which is the secret sauce to reducing inflammation Favorably modulating the immune system and digestion and cultivating bodily homeostasis. Stress, illness, and trauma can lead to poor vagal tone and states of either nervous system hyperarousal, which is fight or flight, um, leading to aggression, anxiety, panic, hypervigilance, or hypoarousal, which is f- uh, faint or freeze responses, leading to numbness, disassociation, and withdrawal. Vagal tone may even be epigenetically inherited to some extent, as shown by studies demonstrating that pregnant women who scored high on measures of anxiety gave birth to newborns with lower vagal tone, such that it is important to optimize prior to pregnancy where possible. Our ability to regulate our nervous system is also learned via modeling and early attachment styles. The good news is our nervous systems are flexible and adaptable, and there are various practices we can engage with to activate the, the vagus and cultivate more nervous system regulation. Oh, there's another post. I kind of want to read it here. Here, she says, one of the most underestimated keys to healing lies in the nervous system. Food is such an infinitesimal and arguably, as long as you're eating a whole food diet, the least important slice of the pie when it comes to holistic wellness, in my opinion. And and think about this. How many of you listening have so many food intolerances and food allergies, and you've cut out everything and you're limited to like three or five foods. It's not the food. That's the problem. It's the nervous system that is governing the digestive system, right? It's not the food. I I mean, I could go on and on and just have a podcast just around that kind of stuff. But uh, she goes on to say, it doesn't matter if you're eating the most anti-inflammatory diet on paper, if your stress, sleep, and consequently autonomic nervous system is derailed. It doesn't matter. Without a properly regulated nervous system, you won't be able to digest, absorb, and assimilate the nutrient-dense foods. Your oral tolerance for even supposedly benign, innocuous, low-antigenicity foods will be impaired. So again, how do you fix your digestion? How do you fix your food intolerances? You go to the brain and the nervous system. You fix that. Why is ketamine therapy important? Why is EMDR important? Why is integrating these therapies with, you know, like meditation and yoga and breathing practices at home important? Because it all goes back down. It all goes back to brain health and fixing that thermostat. And so what is a conscious healing clinic? It's something that integrates that with nutrition, that with lifestyle changes, that with empowering people to learn how to heal themselves because the old model isn't working. It works sometimes. I shouldn't say that. That's a very bad blanket statement. It works sometimes, but I think we, we can do better. I really do. So my friend Krista, she is gonna help me. We're gonna partner together and create Academy Clinic here at Prova Health. Um, she is phenomenal. She has just finished her cancer and radiation treatments for stage three breast cancer. She is the most amazing warrior I've ever met. She is a powerhouse, and her and I want to change the world of cancer for people that are dealing with cancer, and we want to not only provide these therapies to help them deal with the emotional trauma around losing safety in their bodies and their world and dealing with having to look death in the face a lot, but we want to be able to integrate that with the therapies like hyperbaric. For when, when you're doing chemotherapy, when you're doing radiation, it doesn't have to be that bad. You can get in a hyperbaric chamber and have your, your side effects be lessened and have your treatments be enhanced by hyperbaric it's phenomenal. The research of hyperbaric with chemotherapies and radiation is phenomenal. It's, it's groundbreaking. And it's, it's appalling that there are not more hyperbaric clinics. And when people ask me, why are there not more hyperbaric clinics? I wish I could show them the figures. It is way too hard to open up a hyperbaric clinic. It is way too expensive to do it. Pete, like someone who is sane is not going to do that. They're not, <laughs> like, because it is not a lucrative business, and that, for me that's fine because this isn't about business. This is about helping people. Provo Health isn't a business; it's a purpose. It's a cause. So another thing that I want to talk about that we're gonna try and set up in the next few months is creating a a charity and a foundation where we get donations from you guys to help support and fund people's treatments these alternative treatments to help cancer families take on these financial burdens. And, and the reason why I say that is because I remember when Tristan was diagnosed, someone said to me, watch for the vultures, they're coming for you. And what, what did this person mean by that? They meant when you are desperate, when you are willing to try anything, you're willing to pay anything, buy anything, do anything. And so people that are wanting to make a buck off of you, they're going to come right? Because you're desperate and desperation makes for good sales. And I understand that when cancer families are feeling desperation, they need a team. They need a support system. They need help. They don't need to mortgage their house. They don't need to feel like they're going to become bankrupt from this. They need something. And so I want to be able to not only provide incredible services, but be able to help fund the means for their treatments and let them realize they're actually not alone. They don't have to be alone. A lot of the time, Winchester and I did this. It was a very lonely road because not many people walk this road and not many people want to walk this road with you because it's terrifying. But I've walked it. <laughs> I'm like a pro at this road. And, and, um, and I don't want those that are listening to feel like they are alone. You're not alone. Krista's walked this. I've walked this. We want you to know that you have people that are going to help you walk through this and help you and support you and educate you and fight for you and provide incredible services that I know are life-changing. They changed Tristan's healing. And that's why I want to bring it to more people. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's it for my monologue. I'll keep you all updated. We'll do more podcasts. We'll do more posts about the evolution of Provo Health when things are starting, when we're doing things. But I just, I'm putting this out there just to let everyone know and update you on where we're at, what's happening, what's coming, what's going to be coming. Because where thoughts go and words go, energy flows. So let's put good mojo out into the world for people that are struggling and need a lot of healing. All right, guys, until next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast.